0: We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk.
1: Welcome in to All Sports Talk on this Monday, windy Monday in Berkeley, Kim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan as per usual on Monday. I understand you're going to be out next week, so get your words in this week, Jeff. <laughs> well.
2: I don't know. We'll just we'll just see what the subjects are. <laughs> Blue Raider well, basketball. Well, for the sure. subjects
1: are basketball for sure. Mm-hmm. District tournaments are, are all but finished here. Moving into region play, uh, headed towards state tournaments. Of course you got uh two D- division two schools, Middle Tennessee Christian and Providence Christian still alive and they'll be that state tournament will take place in Cookville, uh Jeff in ten days.
2: It's just uh, roaring right along to the finish, isn't it? And of course, this year with the weather hadn't bothered us, so that's good.
1: We have a shortened program today because the Blue Raider basketball pregame will start at 6 o'clock at Murphy Center. If you're not aware, the makeup game with Texas El Paso that was COVIDed out a month ago, I guess, Jeff.
2: Yeah, about a month, yeah.
1: Pretty impressive weekend by the Raiders going on the road to to beat Florida International and then Florida Atlantic, who was second in the division, the Eastern side. And Jeff, in in the two games that on the road to me that have been the ones that scare me the most Western Kentucky and Florida Atlantic. Josh Jefferson has just lit it up. And the Raiders have just lit it up. In big games they shot something like
2: 60% right,
1: for the basketball game on the road against the second place team. That's pretty salty.
2: And it, that That is. That's that's very, very good. And, and the, the key words there, the, the three words, on the road. Uh, you don't normally normally no matter how good you are yeah you don't pick up a lot of wins on the road we didn't in the ovc or the sun belt or now and uh and boy those are two big wins
1: jeff middle is uh 10 and 3 playing at home tonight where they have not been beaten league or otherwise this year at all uh against texas El paso who comes in with just five losses in the league so they're certainly a formidable opponent but let's do the dastardly thing and, and say that they win tonight at 11-3 with four games to play, and they're two, two games up on the latest opponent, which, uh, Florida Atlantic, who they've beaten twice. So they've got the tiebreaker there. Pretty daggone good shape.
2: Yes, I, w- I would say so. And uh, and I'm delighted to say, of course, I'm going by the women's game, the last, the last one, which was just a couple of days ago. The, the crowd's coming back. Um, it's, it's been a slow process, but they are coming back. And uh, Coach McDevitt was on television uh, last night on the news and did a really good job, by the way. And, uh, I mean, I, it's, it's just a – a, well, we haven't seen a loss all year. <laughs> so, you know. This team has kind of flown,
1: flown over the local radar. Nashville stations, in, and certainly in the Kermit Davis' last two or three years, had, had jumped on the bandwagon, so to speak. Uh, and, and the Raiders for the last three years, Jeff, have been a, a non-factor for sure. Uh, but uh, this this year's such a surprise, and and I'm not sure how many people have noticed that.
2: I'm not sure either, and uh, I, I even don't even in Murphy's Road, by the way. Uh, it seems either, you can't tell about Nashville television. Of course, you can't watch but one station at a time, so I don't know what's going on 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 the other stations down there. But it seems like to me we get ignored quite a bit. Uh, there, there. But on the other hand. There's a lot of good basketball to cover. You know, a lot of good teams. Tennessee Tech is good. Austin Peace is pretty good. Uh, Tennessee State has has had a, a decent year. Uh, and and they absolutely love Belmont in Nashville. And I understand that. I, I get that. Uh, so, you know, but we don't always and, and get all. You've
1: on. Gotten, then you to the beast in the room, Vanderbilt, and <laughs> the, the super beast is Tennessee. I think it's all but a propaganda sheet for. Tennessee basketball is a Tennesseean.
2: Well, maybe so. I don't or I don't, I don't football really football, whatever you want to be. Well you can't and you can't predict. So some of these schools are uh, and that thank goodness doesn't include us, but a lot of them are, are seemingly unpredictable. I mean, Tennessee just beat the fool out of Kentucky and then turn around right around and lose and lose a, a, a league game. So I mean you just you just can't really And,
1: and that's why tonight's game you, you can't take for granted at all, Jeff. all, oh, right. It, it, it happens to everybody. And the, and the thing about it is, you've coached it, and so have I. You can play good defense. You can take care of the basketball. You can rebound the basketball. You can look pretty on the on the sideline. But if you don't shoot the ball, you've played poorly, according to most people in the stands. And the fact of the matter is, you didn't play poorly. You shot poorly. But if you don't put it in the hole, you're generally going to lose.
2: And that's, <laughs> and that's correct. That, that, that's right.
1: <laughs> I mean, it did not take a lot of genius here to figure that out, right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, Lady Raiders uh, continue their happy ways. uh, in Second place behind Charlotte, who they did defeat on the road last week. Charlotte will be coming in, so middle in good shape. But they go on the road this week to Marshall and Western Kentucky, which uh, if it's a bitter game in the men's side, I think it may be more bitter for Rick Ensel and the the ladies than it is on on the guy's side going into Bowling Green on Saturday.
2: It it may be. I never really uh, – felt th- this way about it but it's it's sometimes referred to I, i've heard it this week the 100 miles of hate mm-hmm. and i don't feel that way about it but i sure don't like to lose to western and i, and I love i love to beat them well, i've been know. told
1: by a few people that the, the middle uh f- pulling out of the possibility of going to the MAC conference with western kentucky has not set well with the people in bowling green so if they didn't like us before there's more people <laughs> now that like us even less well and then be- and then going up and lighting them up and Diddle Arena about, uh,
2: what, a month ago. It didn't sit well with those fans as well, well either. As far as the conferences are concerned, they need to quit following us around. You know, <laughs> just go their own way. I mean, you know, they couldn't wait to get back in with us. Of course, it is a good rivalry, but you could have that. You would have that rivalry with them, whether it was league or not.
1: Yeah, conference-wise, well, let's let's say this. Tennessee Tech kind of went away. Austin P rivalries w- went away. I had a good conversation with. Uh, the voice of the, uh, the Golden Eagles uh, a week or so ago, Roger Ely, uh, I should say, um, and then re- going back to the days of Tennessee Tech, Middle Tennessee, when those games really, really did matter. And uh, he brought up the fight. You recall that? Oh, unfortunately the, uh, I do. 79 or 80 somewhere? I today. don't remember, I don't, but don't it remember was
2: either. the talk of the town for a long time.
1: Mike Buck, well, it had to be later than that because Mike Buck was in the, in the deal, and Mike <clears> was in the 98. Excuse me, 88 team to beat Florida State in the NCAA, so must have been later on. But uh, for those that don't recall that, I think seven Middle Tennessee players were suspended for three games or two or three games, and Tech lost five or six as well. And to the point, we Middle had to dress out some football players to kind of fill out a, a roster, and they filled out a roster in, in a big way.
2: <laughs> and you had, to, and you could not, or you did not. You were the conference allowed you to. Uh, space out the suspensions you have to do them all in one game otherwise you wouldn't have had a game really and unless you dressed out people that knew nothing about the basketball program which maybe we did i don't I, know
1: I, I, if i recall i think we just chose to take our medicine in one bite that's when we had the football guys out there that uh <laughs> mike caldwell who is now the defensive coordinator for the bucks was one of those players that uh <laughs> uh, that, that was out there. And, and he had played some basketball at a right. high level in, in Knoxville.
2: Right. I, and I, I certainly wouldn't mess with him. I wouldn't drive the lane on him, would you?
1: No, there was no driving <laughs> lane. <laughs> Close line, that <dead> for sure. <laughs>
2: Jeff, let, let's take a break. We come back and
1: let, let's talk a little high school basketball. We've got the shortened game, shortened show today because of Texas El Paso at Middle Tennessee, 6 o'clock in the Glass House. Hopefully, will you making plans to be out there for that. More All-Four Talk right after this.
0: Hey fellas, need an annual exam for work, or just want to start the year prioritizing your health? Then I recommend Low T Center to get your complete health assessment, where they check all your levels. It's typically completely covered by most health insurance, and if you don't have insurance, it's less than hundred dollars to get full labs and an office visit with their provider. Low T Center specializes in men's health, making it quick and easy, even verifying your insurance. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center reinventing men's healthcare. Where is
2: the best barbecue in town? Just lick the pig
0: barbecue. You can buy it by the pound, sandwich, platter, or plate. No matter what you choose, it will taste great. You can come with a friend, by yourself, or with a date. Just lick the pig barbecue. Barbecue
2: pork, beef, or chicken, Brunswick stew, great sides, lunch specials, down-home atmosphere, and they cater. Slick Pig Barbecue—it's the best.
0: 1920 East Main in Murfreesboro, and 1303 Plaza Drive in Smyrna. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850, and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.
1: Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Sackett and Jeff Gordon. Jeff's headed towards the uh, basketball game tonight, but uh, let's talk high school for a while, Jeff. Uh, lots, lots happening. Let's let's start with Division II with Providence Christian Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian. Still both alive. Providence Christian just won a game away, Jeff, from going to state tournament. Middle Tennessee Christian's got a little more work to do than that. But uh, uh, th- that team has really come on the last part yes, of the year.
2: Yes, they have. And I'm, I'm delighted for them. Uh, that There's a spot in Rutherford Rutherford basketball for them. And, and, th- and they seem to have found their spot. And I wish them all luck in the world.
1: MTCS on the other side started and, and kind of uh, fizzles, not the right word, but uh, they, they've dropped back a uh, maybe a half peg. See how that goes. Central Magna School may be the story of the county, Jeff, the girls. Uh, the team, number one team in the district. They, they got a real shot to make some noise.
2: The games that I have seen this year, Tim, and I'm not sure how many of that is, but, you know, a dozen or so, I guess. I think the Central girls played the best defense of anybody I've seen. That includes all the AAA, everybody uh alan bush has done a great job with, with them they're not a great scoring team they can put up enough points to beat you and do frequently but they they get after it on defense he's he's got them they have bought into his 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 program
1: well i, I believed in uh, mo- many coaches do i won't say most but many coaches believe that that's where you got to be good to be consistent uh, because that, that that generally does not go away quite like the shooting touch does.
2: Right, right. Uh, you, can, you can bring the defense. If you're fortunate and you have the right kind of players, you can bring it every night.
1: Now, that said, it, uh, it, it, it is about matchup sometimes. Uh, if, you, if you're quick and small, uh, that, that can put pressure on the basketball. If, if, if that the opposing team has a good – Ball handler out front, they can cause some problems as opposed to maybe a team that's got some big horse inside that you have to double team and work with. So uh, being adaptable is important.
2: It most definitely is. Uh, I, I, um, so much of defense is just, is just well, it's hard of course, but it's standing where you're supposed to be standing, and and are you doing putting any pressure on the passing lane? Are you fronting anybody? Which a lot of people do not do, and I always do if I can. If I, did, I, if I could do it. Um, not that I was always right. I don't mean that, but I just mean that's that's something that you all certainly should practice. Um, and I think Central does it as good as anybody.
1: And, Jeff, you have to stay away from foul trouble because this one one game can can take you out. Uh, an injury, even if it's slight and keeps a player out for a half or a game or two or whatever, those are the things that make you hold your breath.
2: Yeah, it, it, it is. And that's, of course, injuries to the absolute the one thing I guess that I was I was never good at at, at, at accepting an injury you know why this player why now yeah. you know and as a matter of fact something that has happened to you and me uh both of us have lost our best player on the first game or two of the mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. The first game or two of the season and uh, and then you just you think what do I do now you know, and the answer is not much.
1: Well, what you do now, you've got to coach them up. And, Jeff, sometimes you just can't coach them up, can you?
2: No, no. Uh, and as as we both know, you haven't really coached basketball, not really, until you've tried to do it without a point guard. Yeah. And when you try to do it without a point guard that can distribute the ball, get to the rim, maybe hit a three every now and then, they don't have to shoot a lot. Uh, if, if you've tried to do it without one of those players, uh, well, you, you're, you're lucky. Uh, you
1: know, there's a debate, that, uh, not, not a large debate, but there's certainly a question in the coaching field. If if you had to have a player on your team that was really good, most will say it's either the point guard or a really strong post presence inside. Right. Uh, so some would rather have the post presence. Some would rather have the point guard. Where where are you on that?
2: I I believe I'd rather have the point guard.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's, yeah. it's a split debate for sure. Yeah. Uh, and
2: hope and hopefully I have forwards. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> uh, nobody can do it by themselves. We know that. For That's sure. right. Uh, we've seen players, for example, let's, let's take Josh Jefferson from Middlemen, uh, from New Albany, Indiana, which is right in the area where I'm from. My brother is a, now a loyal listener in in, in that area, and uh, so I I didn't know much about Josh, and I don't think he did either. So I went back and looked at his high school career. Jeff, Josh Jefferson in his senior year averaged 12 points a game at New Albany High School. That's not – I'm sure he played good defense and did all of those other things, but, you know, 12-point scorer, you don't expect to come in and shoot 31, knock out 31 at Western Kentucky and knock out 30 against Florida Atlantic in a, in a huge basketball game. Five years, his game has come a long, long way, so you don't really know for sure where players are going to be.
2: I want to know who scouted him. <laughs> That's what I want to Well, know. find uh, me some more of those guys. Uh, or who coached me? Maybe that was the high <laughs> well, okay. uh,
1: school coach didn't get the job done. I don't I have no idea who that was. But I'm, I'm just saying some yeah. some people are later late bloomers, later bloomers than others, and uh, you don't know for sure where they are. But uh, boy, again, he, he's playing awfully well. On the on the guys, well, we didn't get the AAA girls. Or it's the AAA quad A it is now four classification system. Blackman undefeated, haven't been beaten in what forty some games now. Uh, on the Cookville, one of our fierce rivals back in the day, also undefeated. Warren County, Coffee County, both good in this area. But uh, there's a lot of competition down in the Memphis area, and, and certainly Bearden and Knoxville, awfully good. But let's let's talk about how far can Stewart's Creek, District A champion, Blackman, District 7 champion, playing each other in the region, do you expect both those to? To be the team moving on to the upset.
2: I do. I, I think both of them will, will make it. I, uh, but there are, there are certainly some upsets possible. Um, Blackland, and I haven't seen Stewart's Creek. So, uh, but Blackland appears to be, to me, better than everybody else uh, in our district. But not by much. Not really. I mean, Oakland can play. They beat. They beat Rockvale by six. The last time they played mm-hmm. out at Rockvale, I mean it's they've had some close games, uh, but I do think Blackman Blackman and, and Stewart's Creek, and the tournament's being played at Stewart's Creek, the region tournament. I, I think that will, you know, I think they will. Both those teams will be in the sub state now. Whether whether either one of them can win that game or not, I have no idea. I don't. I don't know.
1: Well, you you want to be number one in that deal, so you don't have to go to Bradley Central. That's that's likely where that team will end up in – how many years has that been going on, Jeff?
2: Long time, but Stewart's Creek's already beat them. You know, Bradley Central. But they beat them at Stewart's Creek. Bradley
1: Central down in Chattanooga area has not lost a district game in the last hundred. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Yeah, I know. So dominant is is a key word. But that said, Jeff, you recall Oakland and I think it's Kim Francis bunch and went down there and, and, and played a terrific basketball game and, and took them out. So success been made, but the, you'd rather stay away from them if you can.
2: Yes, I think that's true, particularly down there. Yeah. Uh, down there. Uh, yeah, you don't want to play down there if you can avoid it. Uh, and th- they are and have been, gosh, for many, many years, just sort of the, the, the dominant team in the state, if you want to consider all the years and that I'm talking about here. They're always right there.
1: Well, yeah, have been for a long, long time, going all the way back. Uh, like but I was looking through some TWSWA history for another project I was lo- looking at. Would you dare to guess the most overtime periods in girls' basketball in Tennessee ever? The most uh, you, overtimes in, in, one, in game? one game.
2: Yeah. Well, I, you'll never get it. I, I, no, I probably won't get it. I, I saw a five one time. So uh, well, how many? Say
1: Sixteen. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. Now that had to be three on three basketball, wouldn't you think? Yes. When team got the possession, they held the basketball for three minutes, fed it inside, or somebody shot it up, didn't hit it, or if they did, the other team got it back and, and hit. But yeah. the, the shot clock was not in play in that, in that type of scenario.
2: 16 overtime.
1: 16 overtime.
2: Do you remember who that was? I mean, <laughs> No, I don't. 16 stuck in my
1: mind. <laughs> I, don't, I don't recall. Uh, on the boys' side, um, for the first time in a good while, I don't see a lot of promise for our our 4a schools making a a big long run blackman number one barry Wortman does a terrific job there take nothing away from that but if they just don't seem to be quite the, the team that they've been in years past
2: i think he's done the impossible he's rebuilt and won the district yeah uh, that's that's very hard to do uh but you i think you're right i think our teams are maybe we have more than one uh, we do have more than one really that's considerably above average but whether we've got anybody that's, that's good enough to get to Murphy Center, I, I have my doubts. I have my hopes, too. Well, District 8, of course, has Smyrna, Laverne, and Stewart Creek there, and Kane
1: Ridge, who may be certainly one of the best, if not the best player in the state that's there. Uh, Kane Ridge is going to be one of those two teams in the region finals for sure. I, I, think I would think so. About that. And, and, and then I think Laverne, frankly, has got a real shot to be that second team.
2: Probably so. Uh, and the, the, the Miller kid at Kane Ridge – um is um, uh, a special player he he's he's exceptional he's six eight and he can do a lot of things
1: did you see him on television last week I think it was last Friday night or maybe the Friday night before the first time I'd seen him play he was on the game of the week on uh, channel 30. He handles the basketball all over the floor frankly the coach is pretty much giving him carte blanche to do as he chooses to do it's a it's one it's one against five and he generally wins
2: yeah. Well, you know, you first of all you've got a matchup problem. I mean, right away, immediately. So you have to have two guys on him, which frees everybody else up. And plus, it doesn't sometimes doesn't do a lot of good to double him. I mean, he scores anyway.
1: Well, that that that'll be the, the deal going forward with that. The district tournaments finish up early this week. The regions will start what Thursday, Friday, Saturday through through that next week, and all headed toward Murphy Center uh, in the Division Two. They'll be going to Cookville again this year, Jeff. I, I misspoke to someone not long ago that I thought they were going back to David Lipscomb, but I'm, I'm told that they will remain in Cookville for another year.
2: I don't know what happened to David Lipscomb. It was a good sight. You and I broadcast down there sure. for a number number of times uh, and saw some good basketball. Uh, but, yes, they're going back up to Cookville, which is fine. They have a beautiful gymnasium. and, and I, Do they play it at Tech? Yes. Uh, well, they, they shouldn't. <laughs> they ought to go really? to the high school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: When's the last time you were in Eblin Center? I, I haven't been in there. I probably. haven't been in years. No, I haven't My thing is that they finally did get the lighting situation straight. Oh, out.
2: really? Well, that's that's good to know that we don't have five shadows coming off of a player <laughs> that's standing there. <laughs> yeah, maybe, and I'm not exaggerating either. Maybe, maybe the referees can
1: see better because <laughs> I thought they were really bad any time I went to the Eblin Center to see middle of the Tech play basketball.
2: <laughs> oh, me. I the first time I walked in there was with Riverdale with uh, Buddy Pate and we we uh, you know we were there for camp and and, uh, and I think I think I said are they going to turn the lights on? <laughs> <laughs> and he said they are on. I said well okay. <laughs> Jeff, we we covered four
1: A a little bit, uh, Central magnets in three A Eagles in one A. We got teams of course in Division two. Any any anybody there? that – thinking, rattle things around a bit?
2: Would love for it to happen, but I, I, don't, I don't see it, no. I, you know, it, it, it could, but no.
1: All right, so we're going to take our last break, uh, headed toward Middle Tennessee basketball, 5.30 to pregame, 6 o'clock, tip-off at Murphy Center. We'll be right back.